Hey, it's Tuba. And this is Steve. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Wise Living. Um, so, man, how's your week? Man, week's good, man. Just uh, busy as usual. You seem uh, extra busy this week. No, it's just, it's the same type of busy. Oh, just yeah? Some, sometimes I um, it seems like it, but I think I'm always just... Sometimes it shows more. Yeah, sometimes it shows more. Yes, that's the way you put it. Um, but yeah, but it's been, been a good week. Um, Have you been out on the boat this week? Yeah, I went out with some friends. Um, went out some, with some friends. We went went and visited uh, Defusky Island. It's like an, about like a 20, 30-minute boat ride. You can only get there by boat. Nice. Um, so went there and uh, for a few hours on Monday afternoon and uh, got some golf carts and just kind of rode around and just kind of had fun. It was like some adult time, which is great when you have, have little kids. You know, having the adult time is really good. And um, that is great. Would you recommend to our listeners to check out the Fusky? No, actually, I would not recommend that anybody checks out the Fusky because it's very secluded and it's a little gem. And if uh, more people keep coming there, <laughs> then it will no longer be that. So do not come and check out the Fusky. Don't do be not, selfish. Do not go to the old crab company and have their soft, fried soft shell crab sandwich or oh tacos. Don't. Don't go uh, and check out the pristine beach that lays in between Hilton Head and Savannah. You can see both of their beach heads from from the Fusky as well. Man, um, just, sounds amazing. Uh, but no, so I do not recommend it to anyone else to come there. But yeah, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. And it's just like a hidden gem. So if you're anywhere in this area and you're looking for something to do in the Savannah area, um, you know, coastal Georgia area. I mean, there's so many, so many cool things like the Fusky Island. I mean, there's obviously everyone knows Hilton Head. Everybody knows, um, you know, Tybee Island. Um, but there's also like... Uh, Cumberland Island, where there are wild horses. Um, yeah. I've, I did that like three years ago, I think, uh, three or four years ago. I had to go see them for myself. And and I was thinking, like, I don't, I don't know if you remember the show from dating myself here from a long time ago, The Black Stallion, Yeah, where it was that horse, and the thing is, like, always running wild. Like, that's what, when I think of wild horses, I'm always thinking, like, the wildest. Kicking up on its back legs. Literally, like, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, you know, like everything, <laughs> right? Like, and the hair is flowing, and you're, like, running away from the horse, or you're chasing the horse. Um, these, there was probably, I probably saw, I felt like I saw, we saw like 50 to more or more horses, but these things were not, uh, like wild, wild. They were just kind of like fat and just walking around, walking around, like kind of like squirrels. At one point, one started looking like it was charging at us. We were on bikes. We had rented some bikes, so we obviously took off uh, riding away. But they just and, be um, walking down the road? They're just like... walking down the road. It's very um, rustic, so there's no, like, buildings where it's, people go there and camp. Like, yeah. you, you have to take a ferry there. And, um, and this is Cumberland? Cumberland. It, it, it's like a fun, like, if you're looking for something to do, like, surprise your family or fun little date thing, you can take a ferry, get there in the morning. Sometimes I think the ferry leaves at, like, 2 o'clock to come back or at 5. And then some people just go camping. So we saw like a, a cup, like a Boy Scout group, and they were camping. And I haven't done this. This was like obviously, like I said, three, four years ago when I did that. But you always hear about people talking about, oh, I'm gonna go to Cumberland to go see the wild ho- horses. And then you kind of think maybe there'll just be one horse like walking around. But like, literally, like, like maybe we'll see a horse today. Yeah, but there was like a lot of horses. Like at one point, I was kind of, you know, I was riding my bike and there was a field of horses, and I had to kind of choose, like, do I go through the horses or do I turn around? So we decided to like kind of go through them, but we decided to get off of our bike, and it was one of those things where I could probably reach out and touch it, oh, but wow. I didn't know how wild. What where is their wildness hiding? Yeah. Right, like where, it's where, going to come out at some point. Your you definition know? and the actual definition of wild right, on right, that island right, might right. be something totally. different. You know different. what I mean? Like, yeah. and I have the I'm one of those people that overly respects horses because you see all those videos huge, and stuff where man. they just like kick people and, and their knock, chest and, caves in. Look, you know? Right, right. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be the person that people are like, well, what happened to you? Well, I decided that I want to try to pet a wild horse and it like kicked me. Right, why is like, your or, whole left arm not working exactly anymore? right? Yeah, you know, so but you know, it was, um, you know, so I definitely, I mean, there's just so many places. Could in, you take in, the boat over there? I know you said it was three years ago before you were, yeah, in the it'd be a longer uh boat ride from Savannah, um, because it's about like a 45 maybe an hour uh ferry ride, um, well, hour uh drive to like, um, I think right outside like St. Mary's down there, and then maybe even an hour and a half, and then you take a ferry, but the ferry ride's only like 15 20 minutes, so I probably could. Um, take it like I've never like mapped it out or so, yeah. but like it's something we might do, like you know, kind of map it out and maybe take. But they like have a, the docks where you can bring. Yeah, yeah, they got the dock that. and everything where we could dock. We could even go down there and maybe like you know stay overnight, camp there over the night, overnight, and then come back you know the next day. So that might be something that Is your wife a camper. My wife, who's going to hear this, is going to say, "Tuba, I've been asking you for fifteen years if we could go camping." <laughs> 
and I've never <laughs> taken her camping. And I keep telling her that, like, my bad. We, I didn't mean to yeah, touch you. Just, uh, you touch touched the subject, subject I'm man. sorry. Like, yeah, I, like, I didn't know. No, she's she's not really ever been camping. And um and I needed, but now that I have kids, I know we're gonna go. But like I'm like, let's just go in the backyard. And I think we're we're probably got, this age more. Got a more bunch of like, camping equipment if you need it for when Steve, my kids are younger. Like why do you need to say that right now? Because like, don't go buy it. Because I bought. Oh, okay, it for okay. The, I thought for you were big, like saying that for case, the big like, camping trip. Because now I have no excuses that we anymore. were gonna go on. <laughs> and then we went on like two. <laughs> And so I got all that camping gear for it. At least it was like, it's hot. That's what are we exactly doing? what I keep telling her but, that she's going to say. You're going to be like, yeah, let's go camping. Wait a minute. Why are there bugs out here? Why is oh there this? And she's, she's great outdoors, but it's a different thing when you're stuck out there with the bugs, right? Like yes. it's stuck in the heat and you're grimy and it's like, well, where do I go take my shower? No, this is not glamping. Right? Yeah. This is not yeah. hotel staying. This is camping. So yeah, I'm probably gonna take you up on it. Like, well, I'm just gear. saying, man, we got a big tent with like oh, yeah, I'm gonna big take you three rooms yep. and uh, like that's all that stuff. Yeah. Like you know, and and the kids want their own little thing, you yeah. know. So no, I'm 100 percent gonna. We do did that. the whole nine yards, but uh, anyway, it was fun. And the thing about us is, we went. We like to go to the lake. So yeah, this yeah. is where we had our place at the lake, and we'd go uh, camping with some friends at a lake yeah, that yeah. had uh, Clark Hill. Okay. You know what is that a, no, I don't know. Is that Lake in Thurman? That's up. Oh uh, yeah, I know Lake Norman. It's like Thorman, uh, Thorman, Thorman. No, yeah. So anyway, South Carolina, Georgia line, kind of yeah. you know, it's on both sides. So okay. anyway, nice, beautiful campgrounds up there. We went, and everybody else had like fifth wheels and like mm-hmm. these pull behind campers and things. Uh, you right, know? right, right. And so I wasn't gonna go buy a camper because yeah. I didn't know if we, right. were, you know. So we're we're three or four other families, and then us in our big tents and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Just getting it, and it was uh, it was fun, man, because uh, we were there right next to the water and all that. But it was still not like yeah, staying in a camper or e- uh, glamping or whatever. So. No, and and I think listening to you say that, I think what my plan would be would be to borrow your camping equipment. Yeah, go to the lake, mm-hmm. camp in your lake house's backyard so if i need the bathroom or anything <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> that's right like, you say that but the the folks next to us uh they uh airbnb their house okay and um down by the lake uh we were there our family was and they had some guests in in their home as uh airbnb vrbo folks yeah. and down by the lake uh the kids that were there with the adults stayed up in the house and the kids were down by the lake camping it was pretty neat oh, that weekend cool. to watch them do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they had a good time, but it was still like I'd say a month and a half, two months ago. Yeah, and it got down to like thirty-five degrees, uh, right, and I was right. I spoke to the kids the next morning, like teenagers. I was like, "Dad, gum, didn't y'all get cold?" They were like, "Yeah, we woke up about two thirty yeah, in the morning, right, right. shivering." But you yeah. know, they just stuck it out. Yeah, know, so. right. Anyway, well, that's cool, man. Uh, good, good week. Got out on the boat. Not me, you. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a good right. week. So, yeah. our 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 time is changing kids are schedules are changing school's mm-hmm. ending and so uh is this the last one well, how many more weeks of school do you they, they finished up this week so it was good uh we got baseball tournaments tennis tournaments uh trips coming up yeah. to be able to get to the lake so just it's when they get out of school it's just this readjustment of organizing what's coming up yeah, because right. it's this structure of what we do yep because they go to school and and all that so that's this week that transformation heading out to uh, a baseball tournament this weekend and then going on a family trip to the lake next week. So looking forward to that uh, coming up. So anyway, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, man, it, it, it's good. So uh, uh, down to business, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I was thinking today uh, um, just because of where I know I am in, in my, my organization uh, as far as the financial uh, services, industry and and yours also there's a lot of activity going on and a lot of growth going on and and we have a lot of people coming on board we're starting to travel around more and do more trainings and we just got a lot of a lot of new folks coming on Mm -hmm. right and um over the years working with new people what i've found out uh and it's just so true right now because in our organization we're training uh, folks not only to come on board and and try maybe a new industry get their license but also we're training leaders in our industry to 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 train these people coming on board yep and what i'm finding is people struggle mainly at the beginning i yeah. guess what i'm saying and so you know they uh the the, the more you do something the better you get at it but um I, I, I'm finding, man, that at the beginning, and it, it probably was true for you, and, and I know it was for me, but that very beginning 
step, that very beginning process is like the hardest process to get over. Right. And I was just putting a lot of thought into this coming into our podcast. I think a part of that is how we feel going through that because kind of like NASA, the shuttle, when it takes off, that's mm -hmm. when it burns the most fuel. Right. Yeah. Okay. So at the beginning to get anything up and going and started, there's so much tremendous effort, tremendous energy that goes into it. And you think that's the way it's going to be forever. Right. But just putting that type of time, attention and effort from a coach, mentor, leader, and you coming into that new opportunity, you think it's going to be like that forever. And a lot of people have a fear of that and they quit, you know, yeah. or they don't stay the course and just, uh, seeing that person that maybe is training them and helping them. It wasn't like that person became good at something and then they put in all the effort, right? They had to put in all the effort to become good. And a lot of times folks don't see all that went into it, the continuous pouring your heart and into something and, and just sticking with it and stay in the course and, uh, staying in, in a lane and just the consistency of putting yourself out there, making the mistakes, uh, you know, uh, failing, failing forward, um, and all that type of work that goes in behind something. But I feel like for the most part, if people stick with it and get past that initial fear and just working through the first part of it, it will get easier. At least it's been like that for me. Right. You may work as hard at something else in your industry or in your organization, but the getting started part, the work ethic stays, but you start to expand and break down these comfort zone type uh, walls and, and more things become accessible. But that at the beginning, I think that so much time, effort, and energy goes into it. If you could just get past that part, then it opens up a whole new world to you. And I just didn't know what your thoughts were about that because we do work with a lot of people. And I feel like some, you know, quit before they even get started because of all the time, effort, and energy that goes into it up front. Um, what do you well, think? Well, yeah, that? no, and I think that it's important, you know, like, um, you know, the, the statistic that we all hear, right, about business owners and entrepreneurs and uh, people that are going into any type of, um, you know, any uh, industry that's that's uh, based off of like just being, you know, needing to be able to control your own time. You know, your effort is what kind of dictates, you know, what, um, you know, your your effort, and also I guess what the market also is saying too. But like, is that dictates the outcomes, um. You know, we always hear that statistic of twenty percent of businesses fail in the first year. Yeah, right. And and what happens, I think, a lot of times is we focus on that, right? Like not not just every business, but a lot of times that's what people say, right? People always say, "Oh my gosh, twenty percent of businesses fail in the first year." By year number five, fifty percent fail. So you don't right? focus on your what you have going on, staying in your lane, staying the course to succeed. You're focused on not failing. Right. You're focused on not failing. And why is it that we don't speak about the fact that? If 20% fail in the first year, that means 80% make it through the first year. Yep. Right? I'm not talking about year 5, year 10, year 15, year 20. We're just talking about startup right now. And based off what I was saying, that's the hardest part. That's the hardest part, right? So so it's like a lot of times as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we're so analytical. We're always looking for the things that make things like, oh, why should I not do this? This is going to make it harder. This is... But you know, when hearing you talk, what I was what I was listening to here there was like, you know, um, you know, just being willing to go through that initial push. Yes. Right. Like being willing get, to get, get over the to hump. getting over the hump. Right. Like to being part of that tw that eighty yeah. percent. Right. Like, and focusing on that side of things because our society a lot of times focuses on, and it doesn't mean and we're, what we're not saying we're not saying that it's like just this easy thing like I'm gonna start a business and all right year year two I'm doing great right. But there is going to be a lot of work in the beginning to get it going. And then once you get it going, you know, like that gradual m momentum, you know, like getting that thing turning, just like you were saying with the, with the um, spaceship, like it's going to take a second for that thing to get off the ground. And that's when you use and exert use the a lot most of energy. energy and the yeah. most fuel to get it up yeah. and going. But, you know, once you get over that hump uh, and you begin to get out of the comfort zone, yeah. I think being honest with people at the beginning, too, and saying, look, you're about to, you know, be uncomfortable right you might get fatigued you might even be exhausted at discouraged time. discouraged um, you might so, feel like you can't do it you might feel like you're in, inadequate i mean the list goes but on how it feels at the beginning right is not how it's going to feel forever yep yeah right? that's good right 
And that's what people, I think when you're in it early on, it's like, whew, I don't know if I can do this and sustain it. Right. I'm not asking you to sustain it. I'm asking you to get over the hump. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that need that if you're coaching and if you have a business and you have employees or you're bringing on new people to grow your organization, I think it's wise to be upfront and honest with people about that. Right. Map some things out. Don't just let them jump in the deep end and see if they hang on. Yeah. You know? Right. Hey, this is going to be a little difficult at the beginning. These are just some things we're going to have to learn. And over time, uh, if you want me to be real with you, the first five days are going to be the most difficult because right. once you get over the hump and you get going with some type of activity that's in a system, that's in a lane, it starts becoming a little easier. The anxiety goes away a little bit and you yep. start becoming more in a rhythm and realizing you're on a path to go towards something. So some of the anxiety and fears kind of fall away and I'm specifically talking at the beginning because these are going to continue to come throughout the course of your career as you grow, break down barriers, expand. But at the very beginning, if you don't get past that, you're not going to have the opportunities to do those things. So I'm not saying once you break into your business and you're doing it for five days, it's on autopilot forever and everything's going to be great. I'm not saying that, but at least setting yourself up for the opportunity for growth. Right. And if you don't even stick with it at the beginning, and get over the hump of this new experience. Because think about it. A doctor. See, there's the things that people don't think about. A doctor saw his first patient. Right. Every doctor saw his first patient, and he was probably shaking in his boots. Yeah. But after he's done it for 10 years, the fear is gone. The sh- he's not shaking anymore. Mm-hmm. But that might be when we met that doctor was after being 10 years in the business. And right. that's the snapshot that we see. And so we get this perception in our brains and in our minds that, all these other people got it together. No, you just didn't meet that guy. You weren't his first patient. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And your clients or your customers may have not seen your first patient, but we all had that first patient, right? Mm-hmm. Or that first client or yeah. that first customer. And so getting past and over that hump and getting into a rhythm to go in a direction towards something, I think is so important, you know, and knowing that the feeling of isn't going to last forever. Yeah, I mean, and, and and the thing is, when you're going through that, and this is, you know, I think this this a lot of times, or, you know, right now, it's like speaking to those new entrepreneurs or newer small business owners. Or agents, you know, real estate or, agents. You know, or real estate, whatever, insurance. You know. I mean, like, in, you know, any industry where you're starting starting off something new where, you know, a lot of independent contractor type uh, work out there where you're able to build your own business, build your client, client book, you know. Um, but, yeah, like, just being able to know that, like, one – if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, how can I get this going? How can I start this? How can I make this work? One, you're not alone in that thought, right? A lot of people have those those feelings. A lot of people I have those. I would even those. go further than a lot, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has a little fear starting something different. And right. New, yeah. Right. I don't no, mean I think, to cut you off. No, but right. I, I think I, everybody. I think yeah, and I think a lot of people do. And if and if you don't, like, then kudos to you. But we're talking about the <laughs> we're talking about we're talking to ninety percent the rest of us. All right, like the rest of us who. You know, well, here's um, the thing. I even think Michael Jordan was nervous in his first NBA basketball game. Yeah, his very first one, right? But Maybe. he's a, but he's a goat. Don't talk about the goat like that. I'm I'm just trying to. You know, <laughs> when I say everybody, I got at least pr- try to prove. Right, it, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for all of you younger people, uh, let's use LeBron James as a, <laughs> Michael Jordan was a, a really great basketball. But then player. we sit and couldn't say goat. Yeah, this is true. I'm sorry. Hey, I just started a whole new thing. <laughs> um, but no, that's it's so true though, right? Like it's like every you know everyone goes through it, right? And if you didn't, then I'll just say that, or, or if um you don't, you're not surrounded by people who have expressed that to you. Like I'll be the first to say that I did, right? And I know that mm-hmm. Steve did. Like with it, you know, when going through it, it's like, okay, how am I going to get this going? And you start to learn new things and go, you know, like try to implement things, try to like, um figure out this new blueprint for your journey, right? Because there was, you know, you heard us say it before, there's no blueprint for your particular business journey. There's no blueprint for your particular, um, you know, what track you're going to go down and you're writing your blueprint for your, for your journey as you go. Right. And that's different than a business plan, right? So you can pre prepare a business plan all you want to, right? Like that you definitely can go and do that. And we, you know, obviously we recommend that for a lot of, for every business to have that in place. But when it comes to your actual journey, your journey is being written as you're going through it, mm-hmm. right? And so just knowing that, like, as you're kind of, like, in that startup phase or as you're maybe, like, even if you're six months in or a year in and you're just trying to figure out, like, how to get really things really going, you know, being honest with yourself and knowing that, like, this a lot of times it's going to be the hardest part, right? Like, just getting off the ground, mm. right? Just getting off the ground. 
right? It's like that getting a ship moving, getting the boulder rolling, moving, right? I mean, yeah, like anything. I mean, I was I was watching this video the yesterday. Actually, no, it was this morning. Um, of this like little kid, like taught not kid, it was like a one year old, I guess, and it was just learn how to walk for the first time. Yep. Right. So like step number one falls down. You know, step. I mean, I think everybody's seen a kid learn how to walk, but like step number two, like starts to take a few steps, like keeps falling, and then you see him like starts building some momentum. Before you know it, like you know, in the video they're having it where it's time lapse for a few, you know, just a few days, and literally by like day number three, the kid's like running, right? Like, and that's like that's business ownership, right? Yep. In the first years, you literally just learning to take some steps. You're falling down. Okay, let me try to get back up. Okay, that step didn't work. Okay, I shouldn't have tried to step on that shoe while I was trying to learn how to walk. You know what I mean? Like. And then before you know it, you get some momentum going, and it's a little bit easier. Now, it doesn't mean that along the way, year two, three, four, five, you're not going to have other obstacles that you have to now learn how to overcome. Or now you got to learn how to write. Through, you got to learn right? how to read. Yeah, you know? right. There's more things, but but when we're but speaking to that beginning phase, right? Because for a lot of us, whether it's in your first business right that you're in right now, or maybe you're starting another business, you're going to go through some of these, this same thing of like trying to really get going. And some kids learn to walk and talk at different times. Yeah. Right. It's not like everybody, okay, at six months, you know, it, it, it's different Absolutely. times for different people. No, I, I remember thinking, like, with Rowan, my first son, like, he was really athletic, like, or, you know, athletic. He was, like, able to walk, like, really early, well, early for what I thought. I was, like, I was thinking he was going to walk at three. I didn't know nothing about kids at the time. So, like, <laughs> he's, like, walking at, like, you know, eight months, nine months, like, running. But he didn't start really saying words until later. And I was, like, oh, okay, well, maybe he's just not going to be that much of a talker. The kid talks so much now as yep. a six-year-old. You know, it was just different. Like, other people, you know, their kids were talking early but not walking early. You know, like, there's, you know, all types of things. And just being okay with that as yep. a business owner, right? Like, not looking over and saying, like, man, like, I wish my journey had went like them. Like, just focusing on your journey, focusing on you, focusing on getting getting your your training in place if it's training for yourself or going through, like, if there's a system, let's say you have something that allows you to – if you're a real estate agent or or life insurance broker or um you know like and there's a system in place that that uh you know you can follow like really focusing on that system mm-hmm. right and like and hunkering down and saying no matter what I'm going to get through this system because uh, the way I always looked at it right like for I, mean, I did this when I was in the Marines I was like man so because I was like a lot of little things kind of like would get me nervous right I'm sure. like okay we got to climb this thing or jump into this thing with all our gear on on the water or whatever and I'm like okay well before you even done it, just in your head. In my head, yeah. I'm already in there, right? I'm already like, okay, all right. I don't like I regularly would never go do this thing, right? But I know that other people have done it before me. There you go. Right? They may not do it as I'm not gonna be as graceful as them, but they've done it before it me. It can be done. So it can be done, yeah. right? And so that same thing was the same thing with business ownership. I was, I remember being like, Oh gosh, like I'm not a I don't think I'm supposed to be a business owner. Like, am I disciplined enough? Like, do I have the all X, Y, and Z in me, right? But I had to think, like, just doesn't have to do with, like, my journey. But I was like, okay, other business owners have started. Yep. And they've made it. So I, why can't I do that? Right? Like, mm-hmm. and then starting off with that, at least with that with that thought process, like, even if I don't believe in me yet. But a and, lot of it has to do with the thought process at the, the beginning, process. right? Yeah, let's right. Think on, let's think about that. Yeah, right. Instead of. I'm going to die. Exactly, gonna, right? I'm not going to make That's it, exactly you know? right. Like focusing on the things that are that help you help pull you through, right? And help help lock you into what you're doing. It's yeah. kind of like why focus on why is it that we always hear those stats about the 20% don't make it? I mean, you mm. know what I mean? Like think about that. Like think about the no, I mean like I literally before our pod, I mean like before the podcast just looked it up to make sure that was still the stat. Yeah. Right? Like just to make sure, you know, like I just looked on my phone like I don't it's know, like man. 20% of business owners don't make it. And why do we hear more about, about that? That instead of the fact that it's eight that means 80% at least make it out of the first year. That's a good question. Right? I don't think I can answer why we yeah. talk about that. Right. So if you guys know yeah, why right. why is that the, why is that talked about more than the 80% that make it? Um. Yeah. Just. Just comment. Right. Send you know. Us a message. Let send, us. Know. I mean, let us know. You know, because I think that. I mean, I was actually. I was like, okay. Well, what's in my brain? I was thinking it's got to be like ninety-five percent don't make it, right? Because yeah. everybody always focuses on like, oh, it's. I mean, and it is hard, right? And we get that, and that's actually what we're saying. It's a lot of work, right? It takes stuff to get off the ground. Like we're 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 right there with you on that, right? It takes, but takes the most energy. It takes the most energy, right? But I think like you know, in the beginning, you can't focus on the negative side of things. I agree. Right? I agree. Um, you know, by by focusing on the negative, it already makes it's already like you're dealing with some of those, um, 
you know, dealing with different thoughts along the way. So you've got to really look for things that are going to help reinforce what you're trying to do, right? Reinforce the positive sides of what you're trying to do. If you're trying to move in this direction, then everything, the people I have around me, the thoughts I have, the things I'm reading, the people I'm associating with have to help me be moving in that direction, right? The actions I'm doing daily have to help me be moving in that direction, right? All the way down to the smallest little things yeah. too, man. Like you said, reading some of the things that you got to do independently. Right. Um, and once you start doing those things, you start figuring out that that's what successful people do is yeah. invest time, effort, and energy into themselves to get better. Uh, yeah, you, you, um, we, we uh, Steve and I were at a conference this past weekend, and uh, S- Steve was one of the keynote speakers. It was kind of cool for me to just hear him talk about, um, you know, they, they had you talking about self development. You just mentioned that right there, yeah. and it was, you know, and and here you go through your journey of like self development and how much it helped you. Yep you know, with like becoming the leader you are today, the business owner you are today. I mean, I would even go on to say probably the husband, the dad. I mean, the list probably goes on, right? Like, um, and how important it was to have those things that are reinforcing the direction you were trying to go in. Right. Right. Is that? No, that's true. Right that's good. That? Yeah. That's good, man. Um, and, and what I was thinking while okay. you were probably looking at the way yeah. I was thinking during that is I'm 41 right yeah, now. Right. So that didn't start until I was 34. Okay. So right. don't think that I self-developed all my life yeah, not okay. you i'm just yeah, saying right, right. my our listeners like, yeah, oh right, well, steve's right. been doing that forever it's easy yeah. for him no i hated reading okay but there was a mentor in my life that uh i'll give a shout out to mike yeah um he's a mentor in my life that he took a snapshot of where i was and he was like so if you're really trying to grow and expand your business i can you don't self-develop do you right. and i was like how does he know that first you okay, know and he right, was like yeah. you need to start reading you need to start studying yeah, you know if you want to study to become uh, you know, expand your mind, your mm-hmm. words, your brain, uh, start studying and reading, you know, certain books. And then that expanded into reading more about what successful people do or what success is. Cause success is just a word. It's a definition, mm-hmm. but it means certain things to certain people and figuring wh- out what that means for, for different people. And, uh, started learning more about time, the value of time, what you can get done in time and just really leadership as a whole. Yeah. Because I felt like the success and the journey that I had been on up until that point, the next level that I was trying to get to was I've got to teach other people about this opportunity that has totally transformed my life. Right. But I've got to become a better leader to 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 be able to train and, and engage people because if I'm a poor leader, the opportunity could be fantastic. But if I'm not doing a good job at leading folks, I don't want to be the reason that they failed was because of my leadership. So sense. I really needed to start studying more about leadership because it was totally different than, you know, maybe selling or, uh, you know, products and services. It was, it's, it's a totally different subject. Right. Right. Than, you know, uh, have you ever heard where people say the best salesman or best saleswoman or person in an organization may not necessarily be the best leader. Yeah. Right. But a lot yeah. of times in business, you think that it's like, well, this guy does it really well. Here, go teach that person. Mm-hmm. But did you really evaluate? Or do they have certain leadership yeah, right. skills? Or are you just thinking that they can do it well, that they can teach someone else how to do it well? So that was a transition for me that uh, was very important. But I just wanted to encourage our listeners that that didn't happen until I was like right. mid-30s. You know? yeah, and, right, right. But, I, but I was willing to listen and still be coached. And I still am being coached to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, so Well, um, and so and that kind of just you know, like kind of reiterates um, or speaks to the fact that like, obviously we always talk about the fact that we're continually trying to grow as, um, in, you know, our person, right? Like as far as like our self personal development, but how important, even though it was years later from when you started your business, it was to have things that were reiterating. It was 10 years later. You know what I mean? Like yeah. pushing you in a certain direction, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so if it's that important to you when you already have some some level of success, right? Mm-hmm. 10 years oh, yeah. level yeah, yeah. or later, right? You have you know, a, a very stable business with employees, all those different things like yep. 10 years later at the time. And so that had been what, like seven years ago, maybe. Yep. Okay. So how much more important it is to have some of those things in place. And it may not be, you can't, you may not have all, you might be reading every single book and all those things, but like have some of it in place when you're starting off. Yes. Right. And so that could have been in the form of like a business partner, you know, you partnered with your wife, like yeah. who's like, all right, we're both moving this direction no matter oh, what. Yeah. There's, there's, right? a way, like, there's a lot of other aspects yeah, like right? that, that were in place. Yeah. I was just speaking directly yeah, to 100%, that percent. Yep. Reading, taking time to do that yeah. was, was not something I was yeah, disciplined yeah, enough right. to do early on. I was more focused on the activities and mm-hmm. just and, getting, go, just getting, making something move. Right. 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 Yeah. That's right. And so I think you and I were talking before, the podcast began today we were uh 
what what did we say? Like, um, you know, there's been times in our business and our journey to this point that we have moved forward in a in a in a way that it's just the energy pushing us forward. But yep. at some point in your business, you you want to have some type type of an organized push. Yeah, strategic growth, right? A yeah. strategic yep. growth mm-hmm. plan to move forward, and that for some of us doesn't happen day one. Yeah, right. You're just focusing focusing the energy and effort and everything into just getting the ball rolling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that you have something to be strategic about. <laughs> no, well, I, I mean, it's, no, it's exactly right. I mean, because to me, it's the same as, like, the you know, the old cartoons. I guess, oh, no, you know, like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, the little rocket ships. Like, you are given you gave the rocket ship analogy. putting out shows and things like that so people know exactly how <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's what, so, like, you know, like, the rocket ships, you gave the rocket ship analogy, analogy of the yeah, spaceship yeah. going up into the air, but... You know how, like, they have the little kids' rocket ships that basically you light it, and they're supposed to go straight up in the air, like, really far up in the air. Right. But sometimes, some of them, if you guys can just, like, they're picture like little this. little projects. They're little projects, they do, right? right? And I always remember seeing, like, the, the cartoon character caption of this where, like, a rocket ship goes, and you're thinking it's about to shoot up in the air, but it just shoots over and falls back on its, you know, like, it's like, right, so, <laughs> pew, you know, like, and it crashes right into the ground, you know? And to All me, right. that's so like the coyote and uh, the, oh yeah yeah and like Roadrunner Roadrunner. If y'all, this is another <laughs> sorry for young young younger than us people who don't know the coyote and Roadrunner. They're like, you should go, what are their go horses lo- and coyote? Look, go what look up coyote and Roadrunner. You literally will be watching it on YouTube for like hours because it's like the simplest entertainment. But it's they it's, didn't uh, even talk. They didn't even talk. It's like a coyote that was chasing a Roadrunner, and it was pretty awesome. But he okay. used to shoot rockets like that anyway. So, but you know, but that's like the that's the notion of like it takes a lot of energy to get up and go yes, right. But yes. then if you don't eventually put in place like some strategic growth some some of those things like you will table out right you will lose momentum you will you know plateau and you know sometimes not always right but sometimes that can be detrimental to your business yeah right like and so just thinking about the fact that you can still get off the ground without having some of those things in place but it's like what is going to help your business like really soar to whatever point that is that you want it to or whatever it could right and that that could and for everybody that's different right like That could be for some people just creating the lifestyle you want as a business owner. It could be creating a lifestyle for your employees. It could be creating an environment for your employees. It could be, you know, creating um, an environment where you can bring on, let's say, you know, in your financial service firm, it's like bringing on a lot of brokers to provide an environment where they can make a very good income, very good lifestyle while being – you know, while while also being in an environment that wants to take care of clients and those type of things. Right? Do it the so, right way. Right? Do it the right way, right? And so for everybody, it's different, you know, but I think it's like, you know, just remembering that, like, yes, it's going to take a lot of energy in the beginning, right? But eventually, you're going to put some other things in there. So that's, we don't want you to think that we're just like, just get going, and then it just co- it coasts, no. and it's easy, right? We're just saying that we, we want, we're right there with you when the feeling that it, that you're like, this is taking a lot of energy to get going. And it's scary. It's, it's yeah, new. Right. It's fear. Yep. And what I'm trying to say is that's not something that's just specific to you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not always going to feel like that. That's right. You've got to put yourself out there in the lane that you've chosen mm-hmm. with the right intent to try to help people and just be okay with doing that and moving forward and, and, and falling forward and making yeah. some mistakes and failing a little bit. I think most people aren't afraid of trying something new. They're just afraid of failure or rejection. Yeah, just naturally right. as humans we 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 try to resist that right yeah we we don't want to 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 put ourselves out there like that so um and and, and most know. people sometimes um you know they 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 don't they you say they don't mind starting something new and then but then also sometimes what happens is when they start that something new that, that new business they stop too quickly Right. Like, so you have a little bit of like that feeling yeah. three months in. Right. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, this must not be for me. I didn't think it was going to be this easy or this hard. How many people right? quit a business because of a bad day? Right. You know, like a, you have a bad day, a bad week. And you're like, OK, I'm out. Right. Like and the re- reality is, what if you were two weeks away from landing that big account or from the momentum that you had been building? really starting to show consistency in revenue, consistency in your thought process, even consistency in your belief. I mean, like you never really know. Right. And so that could be six months in, it could be two years in. Yep. Right. Your startup phase, there's no time limit to what, when we talk about this startup phase, like that could be for some businesses, five years. Yeah. Right. Like you got to keep breaking through these invisible comfort zone walls and the fear is, can feel like a brick wall. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you keep moving forward in a direction, that's what I'm saying. Stay the course. Yeah, Just right. stay the course. Yeah. Like if you ever ridden motorcycles like on the yeah. street, like mm-hmm. on the street. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said you used to have yep. one back mm-hmm. in the day. Well, I had one too. You ever ride it down the interstate? Um, No. 
I did that a couple like of that, times. Not the true interstate. Yeah, yeah. Right, I didn't right, like right. it, but I tried yeah, it a right, couple right. times. Yep. Um, so anyway, I would, but have you ever been behind like a big semi or beside a big semi truck on a motorcycle? No, I would definitely never do that. Well, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> I was on the interstate. <laughs> right, right. And so what happens though, man, is that thing will like push you and, mm-hmm. and the wind, you felt it in your car yeah, before, I felt right? In the car, right. Whoosh, yeah, you know, right. But you can't, you got to stay in your lane and you can't veer off or right. you're going to hit the grass or you're yeah, going right, to hit right. the middle thing or you're going to hit the truck. You can slow down or speed up, but don't veer out of your lane. Mm-hmm. That's the best ex- explanation that I can say is like, just stay the course, stay the course, right? stay the course, stay the course. And this goes back to a lot of our discussions and we won't get into it, but I made a decision to do something. The decision was the hardest part. Do I really want to do this? Do I really want to put myself through this? Do I want to be scared? Do I want to have some anxiety? Do I want to fail? I put a lot of thought into this and you know what Tuva? I think I do want to move forward with mm-hmm. your organization. It's going to be tough and you're going to be honest with me and say, yeah, Steve, it is going to be tough. You're going to feel discomfort, exhaustion, but I know, I think you got what it takes if you'll just stay the course. Right. So a lot of people aren't patient enough to allow the course to take its course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to be patient. And, and, and as I've gotten older uh, and, and a little wiser, um, Patience has been the hardest thing that I've ever had to work on. Right. Patience. Being patience, patient enough to let something unfold mm-hmm. is difficult, especially as the world has progressed in a way that everything is more instant, instant right. gratification. Yeah, sure. yep. Dude, we didn't even got to go grocery shopping anymore. Yeah. We used to go pull up at Walmart and they deliver our, our gro- We still do that where they bring it out to the car now. Yeah, right. We don't even go inside. But now we're ordering stuff on from like Sam's, we're yeah, everything. Amazon, Whole, Whole Foods comes to the house. Dude. I mean, the, I mean, with the pandemic, it changed a lot. But then a lot of us are like just sticking in that. You know what I mean? Like, I guess I don't need to go. To so the that's store. so instant and easy, yeah, right? And I'm asking you to do something hard and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. You know, well, don't answer me right now. Think about it and make a decision on it. Right. But once I make a decision, I think you're the same way. We're gonna go at it, right? Right. Yeah. And so you know that the. One other way that I'll put it, just because I have a construction background, that's right. the way I was, you know, what I was in prior to uh, financial services and insurance. But the foundation, like we, I've been on a lot of job sites. Uh, we did more finish work, so once the walls were up and everything, mm-hmm. uh, we would come in and do the cabinets, and that's you're getting close to the end. Right then, but we were able to come out early and look at some plans, or even. Uh, visit the job site and then come back when they've built like the two by fours, the, we call it the sticks, the stick, the stick built right yeah, now. Yeah. And so we can start gathering some measurements, but a lot of times what takes the longest is to get the foundation built. Once you get the foundation struck, you know, mm-hmm. laid out, you know, the plumbing, uh, you get the concrete, you get the foundation built, everything goes up pretty quick. Yeah. But you're going to spend a lot more time to make sure you got a good foundation. Right, right. And I think a lot of times in our organizations, we don't spend enough time on the foundation. You know, we got to make sure that that's right because then we can build a, a super tall skyscraper. Right. Yeah. But we don't want any skyscrapers that are going to be no, kind of swaying right. or yeah, leaning, right? right? right so right. just spending time on that organization and just to, to go a little deeper and share with our, our listeners, I've really started to do that in my organization, and I'm I'm sure you and I have had conversations about this, but going deeper with that on new people coming on board to slow down and let's build a little stronger foundation Mm -hmm. before you get out there and make some unnecessary mistakes. So slowing down with us over over this year has been something that we've been trying to teach, and we're not trying to slow down to not make money. We're trying to slow down so that you'll you'll be able to – be sustainable and stay the course yeah. long term right? right yeah so it won't be like that little rocket that goes pew and right. then it's all it you know? right yeah i want a fireworks show yeah you know what i mean i want mm-hmm. this to last a long time and so i'm really wanting to put a lot more time effort and energy on the front end where at least in my industry and and with your financial firm a lot of people don't put a lot of time in right. on the front end yep so i'm trying to separate our business from others and slow down and take some more time on the front end and focus a lot on that. And it's really starting to pay off dividends and it's starting to be attractive to people that maybe want something that's not exactly how I grew my business, but being up front with them on the front end and say, well, what are you trying to do with your business? They, They may only want to start a smaller business that 
if they're making $40,000 a year at a job and they want to start doing something part-time and start building a business out, they go to their job to pay the bills, but they want to start building a business outside of their job. They may only want a, a business that'll produce $40,000 that year. So I help them double their income. Right. But I don't have like, you know, the, the pedal mashed down to the floor trying to make sure that they make six figures because that might not be what they want. So I think communication up front and building the foundation mm -hmm. off of what they want or, or what you want, you know, explore that inside yourself. Right. And figure out what you're really trying to do and just stay the course. Yeah. That, and build a great. nice foundation for it. Yeah. And I mean, and that's, and that's, um, and be patient. And be patient. Right. <laughs> I mean, all those things, right? Like it's all, it's all tied together. And I think it all just kind of just, you know, um, you know, to me, it can be used as like encouragement, right? Like but it takes it, time, right? Yeah, de oh, it definitely takes Gosh, time, right? Man. And that time is always going to be different for everybody, right? And so just knowing that and knowing that like as a business owner, if you're hearing anything here, right, it's like just being encouraged that you're not the only one who's going through that feeling, any feelings that you have that um, as far as like your business goes in the early stages of your business. And like I said, that could be in the first month, so that could be in the pre-concept phase, like that could be in the, you know, two, three years you're still kind of getting things going, right? Like that um, everybody goes through that, right? And and that it's a very natural thing. And the amount of energy you're putting in is, is like probably sometimes the most energy you're going to put into your business um, to get things going. And you're just trying to get over that hump, get over that obstacle to get to a place that allows you to, you know, to be able to, um, you know, just allows you to be able to see, you know, start, like I said, start understanding like, inter like internally, like, okay, I've got something, this is going good. You know, this is going in a certain direction. I can kind of see, and I wouldn't even say the light at the end of the tunnel, like it's like this horrible dark tunnel, but like just start seeing that like your business is, um, you know, is going to be okay, right? And it's going right. to be able to grow. And and to and you know, I think what's what's so great about this is like just for us, you know, working in this financial service um, industry, you know, helping people put stuff in place for retirement options, for asset protection, and those type of things. This kind of parallels, you know, and we talk about this in some of our podcasts, like, you know, that, that, you know, and trying to have just a very casual conversation about like, um, you know, preparing for your future and those type of things. This parallels, you know, when we talk with people about getting started with, um, you know, having, you know, having uh, some type of retirement option yeah. in place, right? Because yep. like, what's like the main thing, like that people say a lot of times, like at the very beginning, well, the hardest like, part it's, is, it's the hardest part is getting started. And they're, they're looking for ways not only to save for themselves, but also I just had a conversation with mm -hmm. a young man this week about saving for his kids. What can I do? You know, what options are out there? I need to start somewhere. Right. We have another uh, agent that works in our firm, and she's working with a 50-something-year-old um, business owner okay. that, that uh, I think he's in his, his 56, 58. But he's speaking with her about, I, I, I've been putting this off. How do I get started? Right, right. So I'm not saying there's a right or a wrong time, but it's very difficult for people to get started. But if they seek seek that knowledge and, and, and try to find out what their options are mm -hmm. and just get started and be patient. And I always tell clients this. I said, look, there's not going to be a one answer that's going to like solve all your retirement yeah, issues. For it's sure. like, all right, Steve, give me the golden answer. It's like, here it is. And it's like, boom. Oh, right, right, right. Going to be fine. No, this is something you'll work on over time. Mm -hmm. But let's get started on something so that we have something to revisit. Right. You do an annual review, see where you're at. Things should change. Things should progress. You should pay things off. You can put more back. But this is something that you can partner up with someone in the in that type of a, uh, an industry mm -hmm. like ourselves and go down that journey with them. And that's that's why entrepreneurship and actually what we do for a living, the patience and, and that side of it and being able to speak to that, uh, I think really plays in well with explaining that to our clients. Um but it's not a non-prof, right? You right. got to know what all the products and services are. Yep. But to me, that's on the backside. That's what we should be doing for our clients to, to know the best ways to do that. Mm -hmm. But it's how we communicate it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Those are ways that we can self-develop, get better. Those are things that I need to work on for myself so that I can better communicate it to people so that they can understand and that everything that I've learned in my life isn't just for Lisa and me and my boys and I can't share it with anyone. Right, right, right. right? So I've got to get better at communicating that. And I just think that has a lot to do with our message and what we're trying to do is like, it's just an easy conversation. And if you're having a little bit of a difficulty talking about it, I'll try to make it as easy as possible yeah, with right. you. And we can sit down and enjoy the conversation and we can learn some things together. And you don't have to worry about being sold something or is that the right thing or not the right thing. And sitting down with somebody that'll say, well, just look this up. 
do a little research on this. Here's actually a book that you can read about that'll tell you about what I'm explaining to you. And you just earn people's trust because you're trying to do the right thing. And it's a word that comes up numerous times in our conversation is the intent. As long as our intent behind what we do is helping folks, um, then just help them the best way you can, but you got to communicate it well and make people feel comfortable doing business with you. And so, um, that's how you really elevate and grow. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, but yeah, it ties in, man. It ties in, right? I mean, it just getting started and being patient. Just getting started, right? It's like, it's like, what is the hardest part of like, and the earlier you do, the better off you're going to be. Right. That, I mean, if you're, you know, in your sixties, when you're supposed to retire, like let's say that retirement age is 65. Yeah. How is what I mean? You, you, obviously, there are things you can still do, but that young on, that young person who's in their twenties, thirties, and I would even say forties, right? Oh like, yeah, for that sure. that is, um, God, you know, yeah. like you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, like or just you know, a young professional, and you're saying, okay, man, it's just like, like, uh, this seems so daunting and so hard. It's that same feeling as a business owner when you're trying to get going, right? Like the hardest part is just getting going. Right. And I think a question to ask yourself, too, is if you can, if you have an idea, if there's something you want to do, if there's something you want to pursue, if there's money you want to save, if there's things you want to put into place, if you can, then go ahead and move in that direction. Because right. there may come a day when you can't yeah. and you want to. That's right. So don't pass up the opportunity right now. If it's if it's something that's burning in your in your heart and mm-hmm. your belly and your head. There's probably a reason that it's there. Right. So act on that, pursue that, and do it while you can, because you know it, it, it would it would it would really stink if you wanted to do it later but you couldn't. Right. Um. So that I encourage people to to jump on that opportunity, and if it's in your brain, just seek it out and, and try to move in that direction. But um. Well, and and I think it's like important for people to understand like the reason we we try to make this a very laid back casual conversation when it comes to finances, and we could be ter- thrown out a bunch of different terms and products and all those different types of things. That's what we do in our professional life, right? So on this podcast, it's it's important for us to make it seem really simple, right? Yeah. Because like, right? I mean, you know like what I mean? These like, guys really as smart as they say. They are. We're not here. Go- we're uh, not. Gonna, I'm not. First of all, no, so like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about in no, no, our no. field. Yeah, we, right, right, right. So we're yeah. not gonna. We're not going to be a fire hose of products yep, and that's not, services, that's, and, and, yep. and that's another conversation. For and that's not our place. style, yeah. like, I, but I think it's like really important to understand that, like, we, but we do still realize that we want to touch on this, right? Oh, because yeah. we know that, like, everybody, and I remember reading it in a book um, about retirement, uh, everybody is going to retire someday. Maybe. Well, hopefully. or okay, you're you're going to either retire from working or owning your business, or you are going to pass away before. Like well, at some point you're not going to be able to do what you're going to what you're doing. I think people think as we get older things just happen right. and things will naturally happen. Yeah, you're right. But you know, just because I'm getting older doesn't mean I'm getting better at golf, right? Yeah, right, right. I got to practice at that kind of yep. stuff. So don't don't fool yourself that you got to be intentional about yeah, certain things right. and get better at it. So um it's not automatically going to happen. Well, it's not going to automatically happen that you're going to have a nest egg to be able to retire on, right? And you don't want to des- necessarily, you know, a whole other subject, like depend on the government to be able to give you finances to retire, right? So if your goal is to retire someday, right, then then we're encouraging you to, you know, like we've said before, like find someone in your community that you can talk to that knows about, um, you know, tax-free retirement accounts, like knows about like that, that does this. Talk to your accountant. Talk to someone that's like an actual professional, and just start having that conversation. And find somebody you're comfortable with. If they're yeah. a jerk face, go get somewhere else. else. You know what I'm saying? Right, don't, work right. that, don't work with somebody. Don't make someone that don't work with someone that makes you feel bad about where you are financially. No. Right? Like everybody's at a different place. So if you feel uncomfortable talking with someone because of where you are financially, you could know, man. I am. In, I got zero in the bank. I know people think I got this big business, but we've been living business cycle, revenue cycle, to revenue cycle, paycheck to paycheck. And and that's keeping you from having the conversation, right? Then right. you need to go find someone else that you feel comfortable talking to. Sure, right? Because like, the reality is, a lot of business owners go through, uh, you know, the cycles where they are literally the money comes in and the money goes right back out. Just the same way, a lot of people who are living live paycheck to paycheck. That's a very common thing. Yeah, right? but we and make so, decisions to put ourselves in that prison sometimes. Most yeah, of the right. Time. You know, and so I think that just knowing that like just because you might be going through some of that and just because like you may not feel as comfortable like giving information out doesn't mean you should stop you should not have the conversation right like you still go have the conversation because if you work with the right person what they're going to do is present you with some options yes right and those options should be able to fit into what you're where where you currently are financially right steve always uses the example 
hey, uh, well, can you save 25 bucks a week? Right. And I know like for some of you, you're like, oh, my gosh, 100 bucks a month. That is not like that much money. But if you're not doing anything, then you need to you sh- that option works for you. And I'll speak right? very candid to that. If you're in your early 20s, you right. know, you're yep. coming out twenty five dollars a week is more realistic. You know, if you're a little bit older than that, uh, 30s, 40s, you know, that may sound like a silly number. Yep. But it, some of these conversations are pointed towards different age brackets. Yeah, and I absolutely. just know when I was that age. Uh, I didn't really get started saving until maybe uh, between 22 and 25, right. you know? But it wasn't like <laughs> life-changing amounts. Yeah, man. yeah, It yeah. was just the habit of doing it. Yep. And so over time, that's this wisdom, wise living that mm-hmm. we speak to. It's like, hey, guys, these are some good things that I saw happen over life. Uh, these are some things that weren't so good maybe i had family members parents whatever that didn't save and didn't end up on social security what you know what i mean like we've just seen a little bit more right for sure we've just seen some things that have happened that have worked and 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 didn't work so that's why we come on here and just share but just remember like if you get a snapshot of somebody with their financial situation or what you think they have or with their business success they have but everybody had to get started um, everybody was probably a little scared and nervous yeah. at the beginning, but we're all blood and flesh, right? We're yep. all humans, man. And that's the thing that is simplifying it and saying that no one has it all together. And, uh, we just have to kind of work together. And, and that's what we're doing by putting ourselves out here in different platforms yep. and just trying to, to give our part. Cause a lot of people have poured into us and this podcast is at least one way we can help talk to to, to people that potentially we could meet one day, you know, and just put some good stuff out there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Um, so yeah, we, pre- we appreciate you guys giving us the opportunity to continue to, to just chat really. And, um, I love that people and I hope, and, and, and if you feel this way, you know, just let us know because I think a goal of ours with this podcast is that you'll, you'll land here. You'll keep wanting to visit us, but you'll leave every week or each episode feeling like man that i was i'm really glad that i hopped on that or, or i'm leaving in a better place than than when i got on there i got a few nuggets out of that so let us know uh we'll keep bringing the the content to you guys the the best that we can but just thanks for tuning in with us and um we'll and, see you and make sure you follow us uh continue to Woo-hoo. send us some comments all right on uh wise dot social uh on, on ig as well as facebook um youtube and we but we uh, you know more than ever would love to hear from you guys and hear uh, what you think about this uh what are some things that helped you get over like or get through some of the early parts of your business and uh and let's speak to that you know and we'll speak to that and eventually you know i know we're going to start doing some more interviews and and we'll have to talk to calvin uh one day if if if, if we can get some questions or people call in if if that happens you know so we definitely want to become more interactive with our our listeners so absolutely all right all right talk to you soon yes sir